What's good, folks? This is Big Daddy for Big Daddy Forever Podcast. How you doing this morning? Welcome. Seriously, motherfucking welcome to the house, to the home of Big Daddy. <laughs> Happy full moon. It's the harvest moon. September. That's right. September 10th, 2022. Man, we're here, folks. We got, what, three more, three more, three and a half months until the end of the year? I, I don't know where time went. Personally, at the beginning of the year, it went slow for me, but then seemed like after I jumped out of an airplane on my birthday, <laughs> time has been flying, which I ain't like a lie. I don't mind. I love it. it it's, there's something there's something about jumping out of a damn plane. I'll still, I still say to this day, that's just very free and liberating. All your fucks go away. You know, what matters, matters. What doesn't matter gets left out in the air for the, for the earth to sweep away. Like, nope, you don't need this no more. It's all good. I, you don't need this no more. Let this bad energy just let it circulate around the world. Let me let me transform it into something good. That way, that way we're all satisfied. How's that? And I'm like shit. Let's do. <laughs> That's why I'm gonna go jump again, man. I, I <sighs> it's been a year. So far, it's been a year. It's been a year of learning, making mistakes, learning from those mistakes. Love, loss, anger, pain, joy. It's just, it's been a hell of a year and I love it. I wouldn't have, I, I wouldn't have asked for nothing different. I, I'd probably do it all over again in the same manner. Nah, probably change a little few things here and there, but I, I don't, I don't regret nothing that's happened. I mean, absolutely nothing. Me and, you know, beginning of the year, folks know me and KMB had a little bit of falling out with C plus studios. I went about my own way because I wanted to do my own thing. I didn't like the way shit was being run with C plus studios, but the biggest, the biggest thing I learned from starting my own stuff and just going my own way is that that's what I always wanted. I made a promise to myself years ago that, you know, for the upteenth time when the lights were off, we're sitting in the damn house starving that this will never, ever happen to me again. And I've struggled, I've struggled here and there over the years to make sure I have a roof over my head. I will never be hungry again. And I've, I've done a good job. Yes. Hey, I've had help. We all need help. And no matter what we do, no matter what we say, we need, we need our loved ones there to help us along, not control us to help us along. If you have loved ones that control you, then maybe you need to rethink your relationship with some of those loved ones or start setting those, uh, as I've learned, those healthy boundaries. Which uh, it's funny, as we're younger, we do whatever we can to get the acceptance and love of other people. As we grow into adults, we do our best to set up barriers and boundaries. Life is funny that way. I thought about that shit the other day. And, you know, sometimes we sometimes we feel these boundaries against us and I, I, I really, and it, it's not against us per se. It's what people set up just, those, just so they can have some peace in their lives. But more or less, if you're like me, if you're real sensitive to energy, you know, when they're in the body, you know, when the, when the boundary is about you, <laughs> I've had several, I've had several people do that to me and I know, Hey, that's fine. That's fine. I don't wish them no. Well, if it had been a couple years ago, I'd been like, "Fuck you!" Then go about your own goddamn way. Whatever, throw on me, bounce back on you, motherfucker. But now, I don't care. I, I I don't care. I don't think I can do is I wish them well. I wish them all the love and luck in the world. And now, I'm at peace. When you when I when I when I operate out of a place of pure love, 
hell, I'm at my best. And I know that sounds cliche, folks. I know people like, people say, you know, operate out of love. What else are you going to operate out of? Hate? I mean, you can, but how far in life are you going to get? How far are you actually going to be successful, be at peace with yourself if you operate from such a place of negativity that the only person that affects is your ass? Me, I learned, I had to learn the hard way not to operate in that mode anymore. And to me, it's the most satisfying mode to be in a place of love honestly and truly beats a place of hate negativity angst anger all that shit and i had a lot (laughs) man i had a lot i was throwing a lot of shade on people places things situations but then i owned up to the shit i realized this is on me this life this beautiful, beautiful life I've been given the chance to live again. Yes, again. I'm going to tell you. I'm still going to tell you, the folks, you folks, my story one of these days. Uh, here's here, But here's how I see how that story unfolding when I tell it. <laughs> 99% of the people are going to be like, oh, what the fuck ever. You're fucking high. You're dreaming. All oh, bullshit. That shit doesn't happen. Where's your proof when I'm the living proof? But then there's going to be that 1%, my misfits, my magic folk. You know who you are. You know, folks like my cousin, Nani, Mo, my mom to a certain extent, my girl D, my homeboy Kyle, who's now starting to step into his stuff, his magic. There's going to be that 1% who's going to be like, no, I get it. I understand. I know exactly how in the hell you feel. I know where you're coming from. I guess those are the ones I'm really only worried about who get it, who understand, who will understand my story the day I tell it because it's going to blow you the fuck away. <laughs> the few people I did tell, I they I can tell which ones really understood where I was coming from and believed me. And then there's the other ones who just sit there now. They don't either talk to me or they just completely ignore me. Don't come around. Which, by the way, you know who you are. Thank you. Thank you for not coming around anymore. Thank you for ignoring me because that only thing that's done is that it's let beautiful, genuine people into my life who will get this crazy life with me. Thank you. I'm, I'm seriously, I love you still, but thank you. And, and you know, it, it's all, it's the only thing we can do folks. And in this life, the only thing we can do is live our best life the best way we can. Sure. People are always going to say, Hey, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that. I feel you should be doing this. I feel this way. I feel this way. They're not worried about you at that time, at that, at that point in time anymore. They're only worried about what it means for them. And people seem seem to do that a lot. I got a few people who do that to me all the damn time. They'll say, well, you know, it's just, it's just, I really worry and I care about you. But then they turn around, they make it about them. And it make you feel like you're inconvenienced. And, you know, again, that's fine. Just remember, folks, continue to do you. Continue to do you, be you, do what makes you happy. Okay, do operate from a pure, pure spot in your heart that just comes from complete and total love of yourself. Remember, well, you know what? Let's 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 let's, let's do a few Q A's because I get some, I've had some people who ask me some questions lately, and I you know I, I I love answering questions, especially some interesting ones and and not and some crazy ones. You know, I still got some some folks out there who just throw out some random questions, which I love. I you know me, I love answering questions. Big Daddy, what's one thing you always wanted to learn but never had the chance to? I'm still trying to figure out 
figure out this question though i was asked this on on my instagram <laughs> and it's it's kind of it has it's really thrown me for a loop and the only thing one of the things i always want to learn and this i know it's gonna sound crazy is learning how to run a nuclear reactor <laughs> it's just interesting as hell to me folks i'm sorry it is you see people running around a whole bunch of hazmat suits. They say, well, that's a, that's a dangerous job. Stepping up your goddamn house every day is dangerous. Thank you. But learning how to run a nuclear reactor, you know, what I, I, I've tried to look a few times to see what it entails. And, man, I'm not going to lie. That's that's a lot to read. That's a lot to 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 try to get the gist of. And I'm one of those people like, you know, why, why, why can't someone just, like, jack me into the Matrix and just you know, download all this information <laughs> into my head. So, yeah, it's just, I guess, driving by when we were younger in Phoenix, going, like, to different places to go play sports, and we would see the the, the Palo Alto, you know, the nuclear reactor way off in the distance. And then after Chernobyl is when I really got interested in, oh, what, how did that melt down? What happened? What did the crew do? What did they didn't do? What procedures do they have to go through Every second, every day while they're in there in order to make sure that one power is being produced, you know, you know, not professionally, but safely Two, what do they do to make sure that that damn core doesn't mount down and they have events like Chernobyl, Chernobyl. I, I, I've always I've always just wondered about that. I've always I've I st- I've tried to study a little bit. All I know, it just takes a lot of damn people. It takes a lot of safety measures it takes oh excuse me uh, allergies again folks sorry uh it takes a lot of safety regulations and and procedures but some of it i just i just couldn't just sit down and really read but that's something i always wanted to do how to learn how to run a nuclear facility <laughs> maybe someday maybe someday i'll i'll sit down i mean i know folks that won't just look at youtube videos because it, it, this makes it too easy i'm i'm a reader i like to read because when i read i absorb that much better if i sure if i see a video you know it, it, it'll have some information but at the same time it's not going to have enough not for me so yeah if anyone knows any kind of books out there that I can read about nuclear <laughs> fission or fusion or whatever and how to run the nuclear power plant, hey, please tell me. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I really feel that would be fun. I, I would love to go visit one just just to see, just to go check it out. You know, I I would love to just go in there and wander around and them give me a tour and, hey, this is how this is done. This is how this is run. And this is how much water it takes to run this. And this is how much you know, this is where we store the nuclear waste. This is where we do with this and this and that. Shit, boy. And that, not not to mention safety measures from outside threats. No, do they have a security team? Do they have their own, you know, do they have, are they working in conjunction with the government in order to have maybe a military presence on said nuclear facility? You just don't know. And this is stuff that now that I'm hearing myself talk about it, that, that's what I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna start looking. <laughs> I'm gonna look into this. But thank you for the question. I, hey, that that's made me think. That 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 was a hard question to ask for me because there were so many things that popped up. But I just chose this one. Uh, Big Daddy, why does gas station food hit the spot? Because it's quick, fast, no nonsense. And actually, and it, it all depends on where in the hell you go. Now, before I turn vegan. One of my favorite spots I used to go to was Maverick. Maverick has some bomb ass, you know, gas station food. 
they had. I mean, they got they got taquitos, they got little burritos, hamburgers, stuff like that. Some mac. They I I even seen them throw some mac and cheese once in a while. Hey, mac and cheese always hit the damn spot. But it just there's something about it that's just fast and convenient and tastes good. I know there's different. I know there's different places out there. I always hear about you no know, Seven Eleven, um, Circle Circle K. Those Q, I forgot this Q something. Uh, I know there's a couple places around town, like sh- some Chevrons, some uh, other gas stations. They have their own form version of, you know, gas station food, which really all it is. They go to like the local gas, no, to the local grocery store or Sam's Club, and they order this food, or maybe from Cisco. They just throw, they just throw them in these little warmers, heat it up, you're good to go. But there's places I know that have that you know they work in conjunction with, like Godfather's Pizza, uh, the sandwich place. Damn, I can't. I'm, I'm getting hungry. That's what it is. Subway. You know, you have these little little outlets where they serve up some you know some brand food. But there, I don't know. There's something about it. it does really does hit the damn spot. But because I don't eat none of that stuff anymore, that, I don't know. That stuff doesn't appeal to me, especially after I looked up all the ingredients and nutrients how they sometimes prepare said food and where it comes from i'm like you know i am so glad (laughs) i'm so damn glad i don't eat that shit no more i would love to go to a a spot where they have vegan options and you know that would that would be that would be delicious lately a lot of folks may ask me some life advice i what kind of advice do you want mental health care advice what i did in my life to get me to a spot where I'm at now. Do you want to know where, you know, what do you want to know? And I just sat back and I thought, and I thought, I thought, and felt some things out. Then I listened to a podcast by Jamila Hill, Unbothered. Uh, Jamila Hill, she's a uh, she's beautiful black woman who does it all in the entertainment business, not just entertainment, but she also presents herself in a way where she helps everybody. But she's more, I'm like, well, she's more partial to her people because we need help. You no, know, people are talking about, well, why don't you help yourselves? And she does that. But when we do, it seems like people still don't like it, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> I know whenever I talk about stuff like this, people uh, either they'll either change the, the station real quick, they ch- they'll switch from my podcast, or they just don't like hearing what I got to say. But it's true. People always say, you know, why don't black people help themselves? That's why you're in the mess you're in right now. When we do, like I said, Folks don't like it. They say, but they say about my other half, the Mexican folks too. You know, why don't you help yourselves? We do. Folks still don't like it. I don't know. You 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 can't you can't win for losing. You no, know, you feel me? You you just can't win for losing. Um, she like I said, her podcast unbothered. I was checking it out the other day on on a long drive, and she came to an episode. I came to an episode where she was talking with Idris Elba. He she was talking with him about beasts and everything about you know possible Luther movie. The whole James Bond, you know, him being James Bond. It was good. But then, you know, she asked him, you know, uh, when did you become unbothered? And he turned around, he asked her, he goes, okay, can I, so he said, can I ask you a question back? You know, define unbothered to me. So she defines it in a way that it means that, how does she say it? Okay, here's her transcript. She says, uh, I define it this way is that it doesn't mean you don't care. It means that we all arrive and graduate to a point where we're going to do us regardless that you're comfortable 
in your own skin. Well, transcripts are kind of fucked up. So that's basically what it means. Uh, this is, uh, you're not worried about how people think of you. You're not worried about people. Oh, no, sorry. You're not worried about being judged for your decisions. Like you're really just going to do you and be you. I like that. And I, I think I've reached a point right now. We all reach a point where we're, we're unbothered. Okay. For me, there were several instances. Instances. <laughs> One of them was my uncle dying when I was nine. He was killed. And, you know, when you're a kid, you don't think about stuff like that. You don't think about, you know, dying. You don't think about people hurting you. You you you're loved and you're protected. You know you're supposed to be well supposed to be loved and protected by the people who are around you, but that's not always the case. And sometimes you get a huge dose of mortality. And for me, my uncle being killed on on uh, nineteen was July it was July thirty first, nineteen eighty one. He was killed at a no longer hotel motel here in Flagstaff and you know that that really just opened my eyes up to like damn okay this life is you know this is this is what happened life not to mention my own past life experience that's when I realized okay you gotta get on the ball and the second one was (laughs) oh the second one was was when I went to the jail a couple years ago for some bullshit between me and my son excuse me some bullshit between me and my son and I realized that no okay you have a choice are you going to keep going through this shit or are you going to make some definite changes to your life to make sure you don't step a foot into a jail again not get caught up in your emotions not get caught up in this generational bullshit that seems to prevail in everyone's family I told myself fuck no this ends with me so I've been on the quest for the last couple years to really dig into the generational bullshit of my family in order for it to stop. Why? Because we deserve better. Our future generations deserve better. And But if, I, if I'm if i the only one who ends up recognizing our generational shit, which is lying and being mean to each other, separation, thinking that other family members are better than the others because of whatever money or shit that they have, you know, that, that's, it all leads to the generational dysfunction. I, I would love for all of us to stop it, but you know what? The only thing I can do is start with me. <clears throat> and if I if it starts with me and ends with me, then so be it. But if it passes on to one of the younger generation members, then that means I'll have done exactly what the fuck I wanted. So I guess that's my unbothered my unbothered moments. I I, I do me. I live I'm, I live this life the way. I want to, according to how I feel. And the best, you know, when I think about it now, folks want some, you know, a few folks want some, gen, you know, some, not generational information from me, but <laughs> some general, you know, life, life experience for me. What I learned, I say this. You are not your circumstance. Okay. You are better than. Than, than anything that may have bad, anything bad that may have happened to you. I don't care if you were raped. I don't care if you had your ass beat beyond belief when you were a kid. I don't care if you've gone to jail numerous times. I don't care if you even gone to prison and got out and you're trying to do your best. You're not your circumstance. Okay. 
you can move on beyond that. It's your choice to stay where you're stuck at in order in order for you to deal and cope with what's going on at that moment. But you also have the means and the resources to get off your ass and do something about it. If you have mental anguish, if you have some mental trauma, folks, seriously, talk to somebody. Talk to a counselor. Don't talk to your friends or family about it, okay? Because <clears throat> nine times out of ten, they're not, <clears throat> they're not going to understand. Nine times out of ten, they're just going to root in your corner just because they feel like that's their obligation. And that's that's the wrong thing to do. Seek professional help, okay? Go on trips by yourself. Go go do something. Meditate. Look within you. Look look deep, deep within you to see, hey, this was not my fault. For me, going to massage school and having all those just emotional triggers when people were massaging on me and twists and turns, putting their hands on me in certain ways that, you know, that haven't been touched in years. And, you know, it, it triggered emotional responses. You know, it brought back some very deep, deep shit within me that I didn't know that was laying dormant like that. There was stuff that's being brought out of me that my mom and my other family members did to me that I thought that was, that was completely buried. I thought, or I thought I was tripping. That's the power of massage. Massage will bring out trauma in you. Now, how you deal with it afterwards, that's up to you. But you're not your goddamn circumstance. You're not your past. What the past is done, okay? We can't change it. But you can damn sure do something about the future moving forward, okay? You can always do something. You can, you know, if you don't want to work a nine to five anymore, look how to start your own business, if you're if you're a felon, okay. If you're getting out of prison, and you, we know, we know how society is structured, you, they they don't want to give you guys a chance. You can't find decent lodging. You can't find a decent job. You still have that scarlet letter that scarlet letter on you, and people are gonna fucking judge you no matter where you go. A lot of my cousins who are getting out of prison right now are starting their own jobs. It may not be what they wanted, but they're doing it. It, it keeps them out of trouble. It puts genuine real good money in their pocket I mean, right now i mean two of them have their own delivery businesses okay they they deliver shit for for you know for down in the valley for different people and completely completely legit they got the cdls they got their their insurance their licenses and all that stuff because that's something that that you know that scarlet letter they can't they can't when you go to driving school they, can, they can't exclude you from that but they're making more money in a month than most people I know who are working a typical nine to five job who think they're making bank, they're they're killing it. They're doing the damn thing, and I'm and I'm proud of them. Why? They're not their fucking circumstance. They've given me hope in, in moving forward and doing what I really really want to do in my life. Okay, I always tell people I'm a writer. I have stacks and stacks of stories, and I keep telling people, no, I'm done. I can't I can't do massage for the rest of my life, and I'm not going to. I want to be a writer. I don't know what style I want to write in. All I know is that I want to write stories that are compelling, fun, and will just make you go back years later and pick that book up like, hey, you know what? I love this story. I love the characters in here. I love what it was saying. I love the way Philip Magania comes at me as a writer. He engages me. That's what I want. Sure, I make people feel good as a massage therapist, and that's cool. I mean, I ain't going to lie. I love what I do. But the truth of the matter is, yes, my hands hurt. This is a sidetrack. I'll admit it right now. 
this was another damn sidetrack in my life where it's like I got desperate. I knew I needed something in order to keep me sustaining. And it happened. But this is not my life. Whatever life you're living right now, folks, really take a long, hard look and make sure that you're not just living your life the way you are right now in order to make sure that you just have a roof over your head. That means you're not living. You're just existing. Existence sucks. I've just existed for years. I've just survived for years. Twist that men- twi- twist seriously, twist your mentality around to make sure that you're thriving. You owe it to yourself. Don't try to have what the next person has. Do for you. Strive for things and the life that you want. Okay? We're on a limited time here. Right now we all feel like oh this ain't going to happen to me because this is happening in my life. Life is going good. We never know. No one wants to go to the grave thinking, damn, I could have done this. I could have done that. Fuck. That's where I'm at in my life. And I know there's a lot of people who tell me, well, Philip, you're so good at massage. You know, you really should continue to do this. And I think you, 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 I think you're so good that I really feel you need to continue. Okay, well, cool. This isn't about you. This is about me and what's deep in my heart. Folks, don't let people dissuade you from what you really want to do. Please don't let them do that. You have to live with your choices, not them. If you let people keep telling you what to do and how to live your life, they win. You don't. They get to go home with a big old smile on their face like, yeah, I think I I told them I made a difference. When people do that to you and they say, well, I just really think here's how I feel about the situation. You know, please don't get mad. No, I'm not. And I tell them, no, I'm not mad how you tell me how you feel. It's what you felt this whole time, what you really want to tell me. Or what folks want to tell you. That's why I follow the four agreements, ladies and gentlemen. The four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Oh, read it. Check it out. I'm serious. No expectations. You can't have expectations of people. That way you just don't get your, you don't end up having unrealistic life views. And that goes back into having things for yourself to do for self. So please do you be you. You're not your fucking circumstances, okay? Don't let people tell you otherwise. I love you. Big Daddy got to step off. I got to go massage people. <laughs> As always, I, I know I always do this right when I get ready to go to work and stuff like that, and I go in late as hell. People are like, why are you always late? Because I'm talking with my people. That's why. Because they go to crazyhoodies.com, damn it. They go buy all the coolest hoodies, some some of the latest ladies' tank tops that are on there, some cool-ass mugs, and the wine tumbler that's cool as a damn shot glass, too. A double shot glass at that. Ooh, I need to chill out with that shit. <laughs> I really do. But I love you, folks. Thank you for listening. This will be, this, this, this will be a good year going forward for all of us. I have faith in that. I believe in all of you, okay? If no one has told you lately, I believe in all of you. I love you all. Don't let no one tell you you can't fucking do something. Just And most of all, if people tell you that they can't do, that you can't do something, they can't fucking do it, okay? All money ain't good money. Don't just work to have a roof over your head. Work to make sure that it's something that you want to do, okay? Stand up for yourself. Tell them to fuck the fuck off. Big Daddy gives you permission to do so. Cool? (laughs) I'm out, folks. Take care. Love you all. Go have a fucking adventure. Peace.